Welcome to the Fans Edge Sports Talk Breakdown. I am your host, Michael Wilson. Uh, we want to give listeners a fresh take on all things sports here at the Fans Edge. We are professionals. We are fans just like you. Now, what we do is we watch film. We break down film. That is what we do uh, here at the Fans Edge. That is how we end up getting our picks. If you have uh, checked out our picks or checked out any of our shows, you know we are doing really good at our picks. Right now, I am above 73% in picks right now. So let's go ahead and get into this one. We're talking Indiana ranked number nine versus Ohio State. It has been years since Indiana has been this good where they were able to knock off a Michigan, a Michigan State. A, uh, a Penn State, and now they're going to go ahead and try to do that against Ohio State. This is a Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff on Fox Sports, man. So make sure that you're checking it out. So Ohio State comes in as a 19-and-a-half favorite. If you're watching, uh, this is from where I, I get my information from, from Action Sports, all right? Now, ESPN and everybody else has – uh, 20 and a half. That's fine. It's still a three touchdown favorite. The over and under is set at 62 and a half. And I'm telling you to bet the over. I think this Ohio State team is going to be clicking on all cylinders because of um them not being able to play last week. Them talking about how frustrating it was to be getting ready to play Maryland. And then all of a sudden you get the news. Hey, you're not going to be playing Maryland due to unforeseen things of your own. I think that this is going to be a statement game right here for the Buckeyes to say, hey, we're not just the number three team in the nation. We're the best team in the nation. Probably put them uh, at number two behind Alabama. And I think that everybody uh, should definitely be tuning into this game. Now, I do want to talk about this, man. Uh, Indiana is coming into this game. With 12 sacks, yes, you heard that right, 12 sacks, which means through uh, four games, they are tied at 22nd in the country with teams like Georgia and Ohio State with three sacks per game. And actually, I don't even think that they're 22nd. I want to say maybe second in the nation. Um, Also, they have 10 interceptions and two fumble recoveries. They are tied for number two in turnover margin. So what the Ohio State Buckeyes are going to have to do is is they are going to have to hold control of this ball. But you don't want to hear about how Ohio State is going to win. You might want to hear as a fan, as a college football fan, how can Indiana go ahead, win this game? Now, Indiana has a quarterback and Michael Penix who didn't get to see Ohio State last year because he got injured and they used Peyton Ramsey who is now undefeated at Northwestern. So we see the development of what Indiana has been able to do. And if you remember, especially back JK's freshman year at the Ohio State, Indiana took Ohio State all the way in the third quarter, you know, uh, leading that points in that game and just was in a dog fight with Ohio State. And Ohio State went ahead, took the game over in the fourth quarter, so it kind of looked like a blowout. But if anybody was actually watching that game, 
you know, Indiana gave Ohio State a run from their money. And they're actually better this year than they were then. Uh, what Indiana is going to have to do is, is they're going to have to make Justin Fields feel very uncomfortable in the pocket. And it is hard. If you have been watching film on Justin Fields this year, he stands tall in the pocket. He commands the pocket. And even when people are rushing in to get him, he can just make, you know, a slide step and boom, you're just completely out of the play. You have to break down on Justin Fields rather than going for the big hit. But here's where Indiana has been doing a great job because, yes, they have 12 sacks. And it's not just coming from one person or two people. I want to say nine guys are involved in these 12 sacks. They are bringing pressure from everywhere. Now, Indiana has had some top offenses dating back to when Kevin Wilson was the head coach there. Now, they they, they weren't so good on defense, but guess what? They have brought in this guy, Tom Allen, to be the defensive coordinator, who later on, after some turmoil going on with Kevin Wilson, they went ahead and bring in this guy, Tom Allen, and put put him as the head coach. And you've just seen nothing but Indiana's defense continuously getting better and getting better and getting better. And I think that this is the year. You know, everybody's talking about, oh, you know, it's just because Michigan is down, Penn State is down. Yeah, they might be down, but with the talent that those teams should have, they should still be beating teams like Indiana. But what people aren't realizing is Indiana has been doing great in recruiting, going down to Florida, getting some faster wide receivers. You got a guy in uh, Ty uh, Freifogel. Uh, you also got another guy in, uh, how do you say his name, Fillier. Uh, these two guys, and then along with their tight end, excuse me not remembering his name, but these guys are playmakers, have been doing nothing but being playmakers. and. A lot of people want to say, well, you know, Michael Penix, you know, he makes some mistakes. Yeah, he does make some mistakes. And, yes, maybe the Buckeyes do capitalize on that. But what he's doing is on third and long, if you break down the tape, if you watch the film on third and long, he's anticipating where his wide receivers are going to be. The chemistry between the quarterback and these wide receivers have been nothing but clear. Um He's literally hitting them in stride, hitting them in places right where he needs to. And what a lot of people aren't talking about, Michael Penix, is he can read coverage. You know, uh, went to basically the exact same play, and Michigan State went ahead as a good defensive team as Michigan State actually is. They set up in a different coverage and still could not stop him. Um I'm really excited about this game. I know Ohio State fans are after not being able to watch uh, a game due to what Maryland was dealing with. And this has to be a statement game for Ohio State. Um, They're already, like I said, they're a game behind, you know. And when you're talking about the college football playoffs, they can't lose – they can't be out of too many games. You know, in the Big Ten, unless the average – drops in the Big Ten below six, you have to have six conference games. You have to have played six conference games to be eligible for the Big Ten championship. So Ohio State is banking on this 
to be an answer to not just depend on the Big Ten, but to depend on themselves. And Ryan Day, I think he's going to have this team. Justin Fields is going to show out. If you have been a paying, paying attention or any attention to what Justin Fields is doing, he is a Heisman candidate. Check this out. The man has 11 completions. Guess how many passing touchdowns he has? 11 passing touchdowns. He also is responsible for 13 touchdowns, which means he only has two rushing touchdowns. For everybody that wants to say Justin Fields is just a running quarterback, you aren't watching the film this year. This man is the last thing he's thinking about is actually running the football. This man wants to show off his NFL caliber arm. He's showing deep accuracy, which if you're looking at NFL and all of these speedy wide receivers, it's going to translate. They're looking for a guy to hit somebody deep down the field in stride. We're seeing Ben Roethlisberger underthrowing the ball. Drew Brees underthrowing the ball. Tom Brady underthrowing the ball. The evolution of the NFL is coming, and you need to be able to hit guys down the field in stride. We're seeing it. Kyler Murray doing it. Uh, Tua coming in, doing it. You know, this is things that these guys have been doing in college, hitting guys deep down the field in stride. Now, remember, my information is based off of pick six, who has only was the only preseason uh, publication last year that did not pick Alabama to go to the college football playoffs last year, which, if you have followed me as well, is the reason why I ended up saying LSU was going to the SEC championship and they were going to win it and go to the college football playoffs. Did I predict them to win the national championship? No, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that. But I did predict them winning the SEC. And that was due to a large portion of what I read from Pick 6 previews. Now, check this out. When you go to five-year recruiting average, Ohio State comes in at three. Indiana comes in at 52. But look, check this out. They're getting better. In game grading, I thought that Indiana was going to be low. Like, out of 50-something teams, Indiana graded in 2019 at 29. Ohio State was number one in 2019. Five-year game grader. 47. 47 in Ohio State at three. Indiana comes in at 47. Just look at how better they are getting. And I guarantee you, when this publication comes out in 2021, Indiana 2020 game grader is going to definitely be better than 29. Believe that. Now, rankings by unit in this conference. I'm not going to tell you uh, or break down all of these like I have in other breakdowns because we know that, you know, Ohio State has more talent. But I'm going to tell you where they are close at or where Indiana might have a little bit of advantage. Them tight ends and wide receivers, in conference, Indiana is ranked third. Ohio State at number one. Indiana is not too far off from Ohio State in that. In defense, um, Ohio State is leading in basically all categories. But defensive back, Ohio State comes in at three, and Indiana comes in at five. Now, we already saw Ohio State. 
taking injury with Cam Brown, uh, Cameron Brown being out, going down, or whatever. So it kind of makes him evil. Ohio State is very young in the secondary, other than Sean Wade. And we've seen, you know, Sean Wade have his moments. And I think his biggest thing is him always trying to get an interception instead of just getting the interceptions that come to him. These are great wide receivers, Sean Wade. And what you have to do sometimes, you just got to knock the ball down, man. That's it. You just got to knock the ball down. As long as Sean Wade doesn't try to do too much in this game, I think he can have a big impact. When you're getting PBUs, pass breakups, those are stats, man. That's Those are stats. Those still count. Those look great. Those even look, to me, just as great as interceptions. Because guess what? If they're not able to throw it on you, then they have to try something else. So don't be part of that, man. And uh, nationally, we're not going to go through this because Indiana is just not ranked in any statistical category. Um, but want to talk about these uh, head coaches. Tom Allen, very emotional guy, very uh, defensive-minded coach who will be throwing all types of packages at Ohio State, he got, he gets very emotional, and the team love it. You hear it all the time, uh, the team, talking about how much they love their coach. Uh, in their facility, they have this thing called L-E-O. And uh, it's, it's, it's Leo. And it says, love each other. That's what it stands for. Love each other. Come on, man. This is a team that is fighting for one another. Uh, one of their defensive guys, after getting a forced fumble, gets hurt, which was actually Tom Allen's son. Indiana has something to play for, man. And this could be a close game if Ohio State does not come out and dominate this game where they should. Yes, we've seen Ohio State uh, pass rush or D-line not be what we're used to. Yes, we've seen uh, the running game not be what we we are used to. But this is a game where Ohio State can actually get some traction, even though they had a pass bye week. Yeah, it wasn't actual game reps, but it's things that you can work on on your fundamentals because, to be honest, that's actually all I'm seeing when I actually broke down film on Ohio State and uh, running game. It was a mixture of, Running backs, not hitting the right holes. But then it was also a mixture of uh, missing blocking assignments from the uh, from the offensive line. If they can get those things fixed, I'm telling you, this is a dangerous Ohio State team. Their biggest question mark is just their defensive secondary. So I'm really anxious in this game. This will be the best group of wide receivers that Ohio State has seen all season. Um, so be expecting this game. Uh, like I said, I'm definitely going to take the over under. Will Ohio State win by three touchdowns? I have no idea. Uh, but we will see. I'm very excited for this game. Thank you all for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe to this video. Also, follow us on all of our social media platforms. And if you can't do YouTube and podcasts or more your platforms, we are available on all podcast platforms. And if we aren't, let me know and I will get us on there. I uh, appreciate you all. appreciate the support. 
Merchandise coming soon. Peace. I love y'all.